Hey, welcome back to Unlocking Innovation. My name is Kedron Rhodes, and if you're trying to grow your organization by delivering new customer value, you have come to the right place. This is where I share my 20 plus years of experience helping leaders just like you deliver new value to their customers, their teams, and their organizations. And I'm so glad you're here. Hey, today, I want to share with you a story about a customer experience that I had not too long ago. It's an ugly one, but I think it's one that is rich with, with uh, learning opportunities. So I want to share with you this uh, crummy customer experience and pull out three insights that I think that, that you, you can probably begin to apply in your organization, even though you might not have a crummy customer experience to relate to. So here's the story. A couple of weeks ago, I needed to take my vehicle in to get it serviced. Now, it's the kind of service that only a dealership could do, and I hadn't been to this particular dealership before, so I called up in advance. So I got to the phone tree pretty quickly, got to a customer service rep who took my information, my name, my phone number, the type of vehicle that I had, and we made an appointment pretty quick. Nothing out of the ordinary, nothing exceptional one way or the other out of that exchange. So coming up to the day of the appointment, I'm, you know, leading up to that event, I get a handful of text messages, you know, asking me to confirm my appointment and reminding me what time the appointment is. Again, I've never been to this particular dealership before. So I arrive on the day, I'm 20, 15, 20 minutes early. Like many car dealerships, there's usually more cars than there are parking spots. So I'm trying to find my way to, you know, so I'm trying to find my way to the service center, trying to find a place to park. And as I'm pulling in the parking lot, I can see the service center, these couple of big bay doors that vehicles drive into in order to get their vehicle service. And I see a hand, like multiple uh, pedestrian entrances to the, to the service center. So I'm trying to figure out, what, you know, should I pull up to, to the bay doors? Should I find a place to park and go in? I find myself a place to park. And I walk through one of the entrances, which feels to me maybe like a staff entrance. I'm not really sure. But I, my, I make my way across the service center and to a podium where someone is there, you know, waving me down, hollering me to, you know, come this way to get checked in, that sort of thing. I get checked in. I, I'm pointed to where I can go to wait for my vehicle to be serviced. And hey, we're in the middle of a pandemic, so I'm trying to stay away from people. I'm wearing my mask. They're wearing their mask. And uh, made my way through <clears throat> the rest of the service area into the waiting area. And there are two other customers there. I'm not really sure where I'm supposed to be in relationship to them. I know I'm supposed to be, you know, social distance and that sort of thing. So not knowing for sure where I'm supposed to be, I'm not really sure what surfaces are clean. I just find myself just wandering the showroom floor just to be out of the way and be away from other people. The last thing I need is for a customer or a staff member to be irate with me because I'm either too close or in the wrong spot doing something wrong. I don't know. I'm just trying to stay out of the way. One by one, the customers are done. I'm the last one around and I'm waiting 40 minutes into this exchange so far. It's another gentleman that I've not interacted with at all yet, flags me down and lets me know that my vehicle is ready to be picked up, to be paid for and picked up. I make my way to the service center counter, and as I'm paying, the entire service center appears to be vacant other than myself and this gentleman that's helping me get checked out. But in the back, I hear someone just absolutely raging, like curse-raging, out another employee. The kind of rage and amped up energy that 
I would imagine makes most people a little nervous and maybe even a little bit fearful for their own safety. So as I'm, as I'm paying this gentleman that's helping me out, he's apologizing for the individual in the back and I make my way out the door and the service is done. Day or so later, I get a text message asking me how my service was and feeling generous, I gave this particular exchange a two star out of five. So overall, a very poor customer experience. Now, we could go, I could go on for hours on all of the details that they could address or to focus on to help make that experience better. But I want to focus in on three things that I think that are applicable to many organizations that provide opportunity for us to check our own service that we're providing, whether it's through a service or through a product, to make sure that, our, that we're delivering an, an exceptional customer experience. And that first insight that I want to focus in on is that your experience, your expertise is probably the biggest blind spot that you have when it comes to servicing new customers. And here's what I mean by that. All of the experience and all of the expertise that you've developed, that you've that your team has developed over the years, you've you've developed your own vocabulary for talking about the ser- product or service that you that you deliver. You've you've got years of experience working with this product or service. Everything seems to be second nature to you. All of that creates blind spots when it comes to dealing or servicing a brand new customer because your brand new customer has none of that knowledge. They have less knowledge about that, about the upcoming experience or their encounter with this product than you can easily assume that they have. So that's the first insight. Your expertise and your experience are often the biggest hurdles in servicing new customers into your organization. So whether you're a consultancy or whether you're a product or whether you're a service, you can assume that new customers don't know anything about what you do, about how the sausage is made, so to speak. That new customer experience provides a rich opportunity to guide and shepherd and overly explain what that expectation or what that experience should be like. So that's insight number one, that our experience and our insight is often our biggest hurdles in servicing new customers. Insight number two is that your customers are often providing you with all sorts of information. In this particular case, the the phone exchange that I had when setting up the appointment, I gave the customer service person a whole lot of information. I gave them my name. I gave them the type of inf- the type of vehicle that I dr- drive. Uh, I told them that, that I'm a brand new customer that I'd never been to the to this dealership before. Gave them my phone number, some contact information. All of that information is is the kind of information that the organization needs in order to really do their job. They need to know who I am and how to get a hold of me in case someone needs to reschedule or if, in this case, they need to know the type of vehicle that I'm driving so that they can have the right, the right parts in place at the right time to make the whole exchange work. Insight 2 is about taking that customer information all that information that they're providing you in order for you as an organization to do your job, use that, inf- use that information for the customer, on the customer's behalf, in those exchanges, whether it's a product or service. So, for example, in this exchange, the dealership 
knew that I was a new customer. They could have taken that information and used it to inform how the rest of the exchange should go. Knowing that I'm new, I'm probably not going to know where to park, not know where to enter, all that kind of information. They also know what time I'm going to be there. They also know what kind of vehicle I'll be driving. So they could take that information and use that to make my experience as a customer better. They could greet me at the door. They know that this person driving this vehicle is going to show up at this time. The likelihood of somebody else driving that similar vehicle showing up at that time are pretty minimal. So take that opportunity to address the customer personally, uh, let them know where they fit in the schedule, because uh, all this is information that they've already provided you. Insight two is to use the information that the customer's already providing you to make their experience better, not just to do the work that you need to do as an organization. And that leads me to the third insight. Operate as if your customer is always within earshot. Now, in this particular exchange, there's no excuse ever for someone to be rage cursing out another employee, whether a customer can hear it or not. That's not the point. The point, though, is that I would imagine that if this individual knew that there was a customer out front, they probably would behave a little bit differently. So the, so if we operate as if the customer can always hear us, that the customer can always see what we're doing, we're going to be operating from a point of integrity. And when, we, and when we operate from a position of integrity, this safeguards us from all of those uncomfortable exchanges that we might encounter, now, that we will encounter if we are behaving in one way to the customer in a different way when the customer's not around. So again, we, I, we could really dive into all of the details of this customer experience that went sideways. But the three that I think that are easy for us to forget about or easy to overlook that our expertise and experience are often our hurdles. There are hurdles that help, that, that are in the way of us delivering an exceptional customer experience, especially for new customers who aren't familiar with your language, with your process, that sort of thing. Secondly, use the information that the customer is giving you that you need in order to do your work. Use that information for the customer to make the customer experience better. They're already providing it for you. You've already got it on hand. You're using it to do your work. Turn the tables around and use that information to make the customer experience all the better. And third, operate as if the customer can see you or hear you at all times. That'll safeguard you from those uncomfortable and unwelcomed experience where the customer is experiencing one version of you and is blindsided by another version of you. So there you have it. Those are three highlights that I personally pulled out of this really crummy customer experience that I'm looking to apply to the way that I interact with my customers. And hopefully there's something in valuable for you in there. Hey, before you go, don't forget to hit subscribe. And I look forward to sharing these kinds of stories that help you unlock innovation in your organization.